Pimelo Mutine on SAFM. On SAFM. Good afternoon. Well, this is Pimelo Mutine right here on SAFM's Life Happens, the Friday edition of Life Happens. Today, though, we're coming to you live from the Dr. John Langelbalele Dube Stadium in Durban for the launch of the Integrated Safer Cities Project. We know a lot is happening in the country at the moment. We'll keep our eyes on those stories, and if anything should be brought to you, we will pause what we're doing and come to you live. But we are, as I said to you, at the Dr. John Dubé Stadium in Durban for the launch of the Integrated Safer Cities Project. And this is a project that is a collaboration between the SAPS and Eteguini uh, City, as well as the, the, the province of KZN. Now, to start it off with us, we are going to be in conversation with the mayor of Eteguini, and that is Councillor Polisi Kaunda, who is sitting across from me this afternoon. I promise you, we've done everything possible to make sure that we've got our COVID protocols in place. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Ms. Mutima. Thank you very much for having us in your program, and uh, good afternoon to our listeners. Mayor, why was it important for you to be the leaders in collaboration with SAPS in trying to manage safety in the province? Safer Cities concept is the concept that our government has brought on board uh, so that we are able to create a conducive environment uh, for investments in our cities, but also to look at the livelihoods to ensure that our people are safe uh, all the time. And it's part of the interventions to bring together all stakeholders' business. Uh, you talk about traditional leaders, uh, the leadership of churches, uh, leadership uh, in different o- community organizations, CPOs and NPOs, uh, so that when we work together, we consolidate the plans to intervene in creating a conducive environment for our own cities to continue to grow. Because remember that the president has just made a pronunciation on the economic recovery plan. We also developed our own in the city. So that needs to be supported because for any community to to strive for better life and also to prosper. It requires peace and stability as a precondition to ascertain that our communities are really contributing in their improving uh, their livelihoods uh, moving forward. So today uh, we are making a really a groundbreaking intervention because the fusion center that is being launched by the Deputy Minister of the Police today is of its first nature in Africa. So it's where you have integrated services, the police, SAPS, Metropolis, Disaster, Sanral, uh, who runs our big uh, uh, freeways, uh, as well as Department of Transport. All these stakeholders are housed under one roof, but using the technology that is there because we've been following the criminals in terms of technology in the country. So now this brought about fundamental change to say that let us utilize a technology to ensure that we become more proactive rather than acting after incidents have happened. You talk about car jackings, you talk about uh, house robberies and business robberies. Those are the things which can be prevented by utilizing technology to detect criminals before they commit crime. But also what is incorporated in the program is to ascertain that when you come to visit Deben from other provinces, from other cities around the province, you are, we are able to catch you as soon as you arrive 
alive if you've got some criminal records because the type of technology that will be utilized is also uh, is also facial recognition so it's there for detect the kind of offenses that you have if you are the rapist we mustn't allow you to enter to our city or if you are from the city we mustn't allow you to vacate the city without being uh, uh, apprehended by the police so this is kind of intervention by by our government to ascertain that we bring about peace and stability in our communities so that we attract investments and those investments will enable us to respond to the plight of our people, the poor in particular, uh, to address the issues of poverty, unemployment and inequalities. So l- let's be a bit practical with what you have. I mean, this sounds like an amazing project, the Fusion Center, and I'm, I'm looking at the, the, the stakeholders here. Can I ask why tourism is not here? Because at the same time, you know that the same roads uh, are, are contested by people who also want to be here for leisure. You know that this is the province where people come here for leisure a lot. And, and you also know that the same roads are contested. If I decided to go hire myself a combi, for instance, to come here, I'd be in battles with the taxi industry here because sometimes there's that misunderstanding. How does this particular collaboration not only apprehend but also assist in making it comfortable for me to experience the province? In fact, tourism is part of the team economic development because uh, when you intervene in terms of fighting against the scourge of crime your approach should be a multifaceted approach uh, whereby you are able to say that to prevent people migrating to the city therefore it's important because we are 60 percent rural and township we are one of the metros which has got a huge population in rural areas and township so therefore it necessitates that Economic uh, activity programs should then be activated uh, in the areas where people live so that they start partaking in the economy because the crime prevention should not only about uh, apprehending uh, criminals but it's also about creating opportunities for people to partake in the economy of the country. So most of the departments are part environment, uh, our disaster is also part of this. Within the fusion center we are able to have facilities uh, program which have just launch uh, last uh, uh, last week uh, which we call an early warning uh, weather uh, system which then detect uh, the weather conditions and tell us that in this coming few weeks what's going to happen within the city so all that is part of the integrated services uh, that are being uh, housed within the fusion center but most most of the things that we want to achieve out of this fusion center is not to watch criminals acting uh, when things are happening, uh, a police acting when criminals have already committed crime, but is to detect it and, and be proactive and come first before and prevent it to happen. So what, what has been happening before is that you'll chase the cars when they've been hijacked, but these cameras, uh, all these equipments that is there in the facility will then enable the police uh, to be proactive, but also to ensure that we send a clear message as communities that we must reclaim our communities in deep rural areas, in the CPT, in township, everywhere. We can co-govern with criminals. So therefore, it necessitates that collaboration with business sector as well. So, so it, ordinarily, it's always natural that technology will be at the center of a city, right? And then those who are in the city will access opportunities. But you've also made the point that 60% of this community here is rural. So how are you going to reach that rural economy and not 
as you said, and, and to try and curb that migration into the city and make sure that it reaches the township, it reaches the rural areas, as well as also give opportunities to those communities. Our economic recovery plan refocuses us uh, to pay more attention in rural and township areas. Mm -hmm. Because if we do not deal with such economies, mm -hmm. therefore people will migrate to the CPT. Yes, we still want to attract people to come and live in the CPT. We have a target of 400,000 people living in the CPT. But for, for us to ensure that people do uh, have access to these facilities, we have also as a city developed what we call innovative hubs. Okay. Those innovative hubs is where we put uh, all kind of technology in those uh, rural areas and, and townships. Uh, we've just launched few of them, but we have about nine of them already existing in the city. What, we'll what also does that pay look like? What, what is an innovation hub? Yes, in the innovation hub, you've got uh, our own uh, managers who assist young people uh, to give them as there are workshops conducted through that, but we have computers which then we give access to young people. We have deployed Wi-Fi services okay. to all our communities, even in deep rural areas, uh, so that people can start accessing necessary information, not only for job seekers, mm -hmm. but for those who want... Uh, economic and business opportunities so that they can on their own create opportunities for the youth in particular, women, people with disability and military veterans. So these are kind of interventions that we want to turn the tide around. Part of the investment that we have also done will also be deploying additional cameras in the township which is called Inc. and part of Phoenix so that we are able from wherever this fusion is seated we are able to touch base with all and our footprint should be all over the city so that we prevent crime in all these areas because it doesn't only happen in the CPT but we need to protect our people wherever they are and to give them uh, the hope that to grow this economy, it requires them to be safe. Mm. It requires them also to participate in creating that safe environment for them. Because we have been making a call that if co criminals continue uh, to uh, to engulf our own committees with these criminal uh, activities, so therefore it necessitates that we as committees, we ask ourselves fundamental questions. What becomes our contribution to fight against crime? Why do we still continue to buy stolen goods? Because when you buy stolen goods, we are actually creating the market for these criminals to sell. So close the ranks, ensure that our people are, are, are at heart, at work, uh, in all corners of our city, so that we bring about peaceful and very uh, a conducive environment for all of us to prosper. I'm in conversation with the mayor of Etiguini, and listen, this is one of those times when you can call in, particularly if you are in Etiguini, you live in KZN, and uh, crime has been of a concern to you. Let us take those calls on 011-714-2006, as well as on WhatsApp on 0614-104-107, and uh, I will continue my conversation with the mayor in a short while. All right, we continue our conversation with the Etiguini Mayor, and uh, I did say to you that we're coming to you live from the Dr. John Langalbalele Dube Stadium in Durban, and you can hear I'm hear the sirens behind me. Well, this is an SAPS event. It's hosted by SAPS, Etiguini, and KZN as well, and um, we're here really to talk about a program that they've put together to try and make Etiguini and KZN safer. It's called the Integrated Safer Cities Project, and that's really what we're here talking about. I'm 
going to have to let the mayor go, but I do have one question, Mayor, for you. And my question is, we've had programs before. We've had the community safety forums that have been formed before, and part of their major job was to build trust between themselves as communities and as well as uh, the, the legal agencies as well as the, um, the policing agencies. It hasn't quite necessarily always worked. How are we going to, apart from the resources, which I see a lot has gone into in putting this project together, how are we going to change the attitudes of the community as well as law enforcement agencies? I, I think I want to agree with you that uh, the mutual trust between the police and the community is very important for us to intervene in that space because we've been observing uh, instances where uh, there were people who report information to the police but they don't feel safe because they'll hear criminals talking about what they've already reported and the message which we've been sending to the police and to the community is that let us really isolate criminals within the police because they can't be part of the police force if they commit crime so therefore it's for communities to give necessary information that these are the culprits within the, the police force uh, that really requires intervention. I can give you some practical examples. People from Embazwan and other townships, people have raised uh, issues about certain management in their police stations. And once that management gets removed, the new management comes in, then people start enjoying good relations with the police. So therefore, government has got to be decisive and bold enough to take decisions uh, to those who are wrongdoers within the system. But also is to create the culture in the society that really encourages people to embrace our uh, different religions, our cultures, but build strong family structures because the part of what creates crime families become the producers of crime and the manufacturers of crime because the, 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 the livelihood is important to be taken on board as well but what becomes necessary is that the families themselves should rise to the occasion uh, the, the upbringing of children should be what it's supposed to be and people should take ownership of any child on the street because that child is not my child it's your child as well so if we can bring that spirit to the society that let us work together to build this collective wisdom that you want to see happening and that is, is more dependent on what communities contribute. It's not about government doing something but it's about communities taking ownership, repositioning themselves to play the role in the fight against crime but m the more focus that, need, we, that needs to be put is on the prevention part mm -hmm. so that we prevent things before they happen. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thank you uh, very much. Mayor of Etigini, Councillor Mkolisu Gawonda. I will continue to take your opinions, your voice notes, as well as your calls, because other stakeholders are present. The uh, Ministry of Police is here. So as and when they come through, we'll be able to respond to your questions. Wherever you are in the country, I mean, it's not only a KZN problem. It is a countrywide problem. We know that the Minister of Corporate Governance has also raised the issue of saying spaces that are not safe are not conducive for economic growth. It's a concern for everybody. And so if you are wherever you are and you have concerns, give us a call, 011-714-2006, or you can send us a WhatsApp for any one of our officials that are here today talking about crime and how we're going to curb this crime problem that we have in the country. The hashtag is also the Integrated Safer Cities. That's the project that we're here for here in Durban this afternoon.
music of Letambuli Hariji. We're going to have this vein continue on this show because it's a Friday. So we're going to do that behind the music thing that we always do on a Friday. And that's going to be at 2.30 with RJ Benjamin. So stay tuned for that. It is now 1.30. Let's go to Uzi Lesako for the latest in headlines. Thanks, Pamela. Good afternoon in the headlines. The National Editors Forum, SANEF, has proposed that the SABC embark on an independent mediation process to break the impasse over plans to retrench up to 400 permanent staff. The public broadcaster has issued numerous letters to affected staff informing them that their jobs are redundant or that they will have to reapply for posts. In Pretoria, workers have gathered outside the SABC Hatfield offices and are being addressed by the Provincial Secretary of the Communication Workers Union, Tsepang Lisiba. Lisiba has urged the workers not to relent in their efforts to stop the SABC from going ahead with its retrenchment process. And police are probing the murder of a 31-year-old woman who was shot and killed in an apparent robbery while waiting for an e-hailing taxi in Epping Industria in Cape Town. Details at 2 o'clock. Jet Set Breakfast with Michelle Constant. Well, Apopo was started with the idea of, of using rats for the detection of landmines. It came out of an analysis that the detection, in fact, is 